Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. I need to start clearing my throat before we come out in this thing. Every time. Every time. But we are live. What a massive, literally, a massive day in the state of Louisiana, in college athletics. Just a huge... Guys, today is transcendent. Today is transcendent. It might go down... Today might go down as the biggest day in college athletics history. And I am not overreacting when I say that. Governor John Bell Edwards passes or or signs into law name, image, and likeness in the state of Louisiana. Got to give both sides of the aisle uh, credit for what the state of Louisiana has done in implementing name, image, and likeness more lenient than most states in the in the United States. You got to give them credit there. We'll talk on some name, image, and likeness as it has just been massive today. Uh, Miles Brennan, Derek Stingley. We mentioned Derek Stingley last night. Going to get a sponsorship. He, he announced it uh, at twelve o'clock this morning um, that he was going to be getting it. So it's going to be massive. Also, let's talk about some football. Let's finally get into it. I feel like we've been derailed by everything else. So let's finally get into some football talk as we have. 60-something days left until kickoff. So we'll talk about how does LSU get into the college football playoff? How can they do it? Let's break this down. We'll lead off with that. LSU gets innovative. We'll talk about the how LSU got innovative along with this name, image, and likeness bill. We saw the video that went massive, that went viral. Going to be huge in recruiting. And then for the first time in a while, let's talk some Saints. Let's talk some Saints. Uh, I've been neglecting the Saints uh, because of Sean Payton, uh, but I can't do that no more. Seth says, uh, but before we get started, let's get to a couple comments before we pay some bills around this thing. Seth says, let's go. Uh, Brayton um, sends us four ninety nine dollars on uh, YouTube. 
I really appreciate everybody that sends us uh, money and cash via Super Chat. He sends us the sticker as well. Uh, Brayton, I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Uh, Seth, says, Seth says, is it still going on a waiting screen for everyone? Is it still on the waiting screen for everyone? Um, No. No, it looks like we're live. Looks like we're in this thing. Blaine Smith says, Mike Jones, who Mike Jones? 281-330-8004. Mike Jones at LSU. <laughs> yes, uh, Neil Farrell Sr. says, let's go. Mr. Neil, what's happening, my friend? We'll talk some football. We'll talk about how his son's going to play a key part in the depth and the, and the defensive line, how they're going to rotate guys in and out. His son's a starter. Uh, so we'll talk about that. Uh, Danny Krantz says, let's go, Blake. Let's go, Tigers. Kenny Russell says, just heard Stingley is uh, being endorsed by walk-ons. Uh, that he is. He released that last night. So we'll talk about name, image, and likeness. We'll talk how I believe the LSU is going to pro- – how they're going to push uh, themselves to get in the college football playoff. But let's do this. Let's pay some bills around the sink very quickly. We'll get into this and talk some LSU football and NIL. But before we get started, got a message from Chris today on Facebook who said he went over to GM Varnado and Sons. Uh, he was going in early. He was off work today. Went in early to GM Varnado and Sons. It took him about 45 minutes to get there, but when he got there, uh, it was great that he went there, saved a lot of money at GM Varnado and Sons, so we greatly appreciate Chris. And none better than our good friends over at GM. RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is going to be too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. Or go see them over at 2500 Florida Boulevard for all your vehicle needs. And if you break down on the side of the road, they can come and pick you up as well. Again, that's GM Varno & Sons, 225-664-9992 at 2500 Florida Boulevard. And our good friends are in Denham Springs and our good friends over at betonline.ag guys <clears throat> mobile betting is heating up in the state of Louisiana just like the temperatures are heating up in and around the state you need to go over to betonline.ag today right now go do it sign up get ready start doing your mobile deposits start doing your mobile betting and go over and you'll get 50 percent off of that first welcome bonus again that's betonline.ag betonline.ag All right, let's get started. Uh, Kenny says, I'm watching the 2020 LSU-Florida game on SC Network. That's cool. I didn't know it was playing. Uh, Adam Keene says, let's do it. Go Tigers. Kenny Russ, or Seth says, let's talk some actual ball tonight. I love the NIL, and it deserves its attention, but, man, it feels good to talk about ball. So, yeah, let's start off there. You know, I've been thinking over the last couple of weeks and maybe a month, And I don't want to overreact because this team does have a lot of question marks. This team has a lot of question marks in the LSU football team, I mean. This this team has question marks. I mean, look, Darryl Rosenthal is out. What is Cam Wire going to do over at left tackle? Can he solidify the offensive line at that tackle position? Look, it's not a position that, that, you know, it's the third highest paid position in all of football. I mean, look across the NFL. Left tackles are a premier and all across football, now Max Johnson being a left-handed quarterback, does that change things? Absolutely. But historically, those guys will make the much. I mean, he's going to be – whoever plays that position more than likely is going to be playing it into the NFL. But they do have a lot of question marks. Running back is a question mark. Who's going to be at wide receiver? Who's going to step up besides Kayshawn Booty? 
Are guys like Trey Palmer going to step up? Chris Hilton, can he make a splash? Jack Besh. I mean, there's a lot of young, talented guys. There's Trey Palmer coming here and really start catching the football and take off. Jeray Jenkins is another guy that we need to throw in there. Could he take another step up? So there are a lot of question marks on the offensive side and the defensive side. I don't really have a lot of question marks on the defensive line. I do have question marks at linebacker. Navantique Strong, Mike Jones comes in. Can they make a push for starting? Can they start on this team? What does Damone Clark look like? Do they let him rush the passer? I'm hearing, and I might not need to be giving this away, but I'm hearing that they're going to do some things with Damone Clark on the edge and let him rush the passer as he was effective in doing so in 2019 before they moved him into the inside. What is this team going to look like at safety? Guys, safety was quite honestly, and we can talk about linebacker, but in my opinion, safety was the bugaboo of this defense just a season ago. Uh, giving up too many blown coverages, too many guys in blown assignments, too many guys that just couldn't cover in man-to-man coverage. Now, you're gonna have, they're going to have to mix that up. They're going to have to go to man. They're going to have to go to zone. But we saw some promise in that in the spring with guys like Jay Ward. So there are a lot of question marks, right? So let's not act like LSU doesn't have those question marks. But I think that LSU has a talent. The way that LSU is going to have to push themselves to get in the college football playoff is obviously they're going to have to run the table till they get to Alabama. Now, that's always going to be the showdown. Whether we hate, like, love, or don't even think about the University of Alabama, they're always going to be there when they five foot seven, uh, a former DB and head coach Nick Saban's going to be there. We're going to think about them, and we're going to think about them after that little short sucker's gone. We're going to continue to think about him. I fully expect LSU to run this table before they get to Alabama. I fully expect it. Um, <clears throat> especially if they come out of the gate, beat UCLA, and not even just beat UCLA. Let's talk about dominance. Look, we remember LSU Texas in 2019. We remember the third and 17. But let's not let's look at this game holistically. LSU is a score. Uh, Texas is a score away from tying that game up. So even though it was a separation a little bit there at the end, it was only a one score game. So. Does that take away from LSU in 2019? No, they were dominating on offense. They weren't dominating defensively. As the season would go on, though, they would continue to make that push, winning games against Auburn like 23-20, uh, uh, 45-41 against Alabama. There were a lot of close games in that 2019 stretch of the most amazing offense of all time. But can this team actually separate a little bit more, maybe, than that team did in 2019. And let me let me emphasize this. Do I think that the 2019 is the best 2019 team is the best of all time? Yes. I don't think that this team is going to be better than that. I mean, guys, Joe Burrow's not walking through that door. So I'm not saying that. I do think that this defense has a chance to be better than it was in 2019. And that might that needs to scare some people around the SEC. Guys, they have talent at all three levels. There's no shortage of talent at all three levels. Can they communicate? Can they get after the passer? Guys, they have the D-line. There's no excuse not to get after the passer and have multiple sacks per game. There's no excuse at linebacker where you've got guys that can run, guys that can cover. We've seen Mike Jones cover at Clemson. We've seen Navantin Strong. Now, he's going to have to prove in the SEC, but we've seen him hit guys. And we've seen him hit guys so hard that those the, pers- the people that he hit, their grandbabies are going to feel that hit. I mean, like that guy, that guy's a thumper, and he can run. You do have Derek Stingley, who is, the, as we learned in name, image, and likeness today, the number one marketable player on that football team. Not the, more, not the number one most marketable guy at LSU, I might have you, or person at LSU, but the number one most marketable guy. He is your best player. 
He's also surrounded by a lot of good talent like Jay Ward, Elias Riggs, Dwight McGlother, and others. Can a young guy in Sage Ryan come in? Let's not also act like. Now, everybody's always cautious about this with Alabama. Everyone's always cautious because they've proved a lot of people wrong over the years in their runs with Nick Saban. They've proved people, myself included, man, Alabama's going to have a down year, and they come out and they run the table, and they dominate, they dominate individuals. Most people don't pick against the University of Alabama, and I understand that. But one thing is for sure, and one thing that we can't overlook, yes, is Alabama got talent, absolutely. Do they have good coaching? Absolutely. So does LSU. LSU does have the more experience and more guys that we've seen on the field that can do it in the SEC. Guys, Alabama has to place re- replace quarterback. They have to place running back. They have to place wide receivers. They have to place the entire offensive line outside of one guy that, that was in there, or pretty much the entire offensive line. One guy rotated. They got to replace guys on the defensive line, at linebacker, at the secondary level. Guys, they're replacing just as many people as LSU was in 2019. Now, Nick Saban is that guy who, can, who has done a great job at recruiting, they're not going to go five and five. They're not going to go six and six. They're not going to go seven and five. But I'd be damned if LSU's not right there with them. You know nothing about Alabama right now. Do they have the talent? Yes. They haven't proved Jack Diddley shit. This Alabama team hasn't proved Jack Diddley shit. Doesn't mean they're not going to be good. Doesn't mean that I don't think that they're not going to be on the uh, uh, one of the teams that's up top at, at the end of the season. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that I think that this is going to be a battle. I can easily see, I can easily see there be, you know, early November, we're talking about another game of the century between LSU and Alabama. I think that both of these sides have that kind of talent. Now, Blake, well, the one thing that you hadn't talked about with LSU is quarterback. I've talked about that enough. I've talked about that at nauseam where I don't feel like I need to go. And if you haven't seen that, we have videos on our YouTube channel. Go listen to them. There's one with Max Johnson holding a th- throwing a football or whatever it was as the, as the thumbnail. Go click on it. I give you the reasons why I think that Max Johnson not only is going to win that job but already has the job and separating himself from Miles. I'm not going to go there. But this is going to be a bloodbath. LSU is going to run the table to get to, before Alabama. If they slip up, historically LSU – has taken a step back. But we I don't know, and I'm going to say this lightly, I can't remember maybe the Blake Sims Alabama team. Uh, someone I was listening to somebody that said that Blake Sims won a national championship as the quarterback. No, he didn't. Um, I don't know if we've had a season – where we've gone into this, and Alabama hasn't been more vulnerable than they are right now. I Guys, I think that they can go down. I think that they can go down. Um, I'm not saying I smell blood in the water. That's not what I'm saying. Uh, I, I am ca- cautiously optimistic, though. I don't think that the, even if LSU has two losses going into the Alabama game, which I don't think that they will, and I'm, I bet a lot of money that they won't, I'm cautiously optimistic that LSU has the talent to lay it to smack it down on that candy ass when they go to Brian Denny. I fully believe that. Last year, I even told you that it was going to be a slugfest, and LSU was behind the eight ball when it comes to experience. I said this almost a year ago to the day about LSU playing Alabama because of everybody that Alabama returned. I didn't say LSU was going to lose. I said it was going to be a slugfest, and LSU's got a lot that they got to get done before that game. I'm not saying that right now. I am not saying that right now. What I am saying is, is that we're here. 
Alabama might be right here. Can LSU take that next step? They got to get through Alabama to get to the college football playoff. I don't think that there's a team. Now, I, I will tell you the teams that scare me, uh, the LSU, if they got in the college football playoff, would have to play that do scare me. Alabama is one of them. Ole Miss is another. That team's going to score a lot of points. I mean, LSU got in a track meet with them last year. I don't like getting in track meets. That Alabama game in 19 literally made my stomach hurt. Now, after the win, it, it went away, but I don't like those kind of blowout games because everything can happen. I mean, those those shootout games because anything can happen. It, it, it makes my, my tummy start rumbling. I knew LSU was going to win that game the entire time, but it makes my tummy, tummy just rumble. You know, I get the bubble guts, as some people would say. Um, Oklahoma, I think, is going to be a lot better defensively. I can't believe I'm saying that, but they got a lot of talent on the defensive side that, with Spencer Rattler as their quarterback. That's going to be a scary team. I don't think that anything. I don't think any teams out of Clemson, and I don't think any teams in the North or the West are gonna are gonna prove anything. I think that this is gonna still be a Southern, uh, uh, Southeast general type of feel. A and M doesn't scare me. Those Rudy Poos don't hadn't scared me in a while. So we'll see. Uh, Mark Legrain says, "Okay, I know we are all things LSU, but I do have to be happy for our SC brethren, Mississippi State. Yeah, we talked about that last night. Uh, they get their day in the sun. Go, uh, go SEC." Yeah, it's good for them. First time they won a national title uh, in their program's history. Um, I mean, I, I don't know what else to say other than that. Uh, my buddy Chris says, who that? Yeah, we'll talk a little Saints tonight at the end of the show. Sean Payton still has me blocked, so screw that, Rudy Pooh. Uh, Brandon Reese says, it almost feels like a national holiday with a name, image, and likeness ruling. I agree with that. Uh, Kurt Paul says LSU is killing it in name, image, and likeness. Yeah, they are. And 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 look, um, LSU. And, and again, when I said that this season has a 2019 feel, understand what I'm telling you, guys. LSU did not post a video like that, like they did for name, image, and likeness all of 2020. Not to that magnitude. Not to the magnitude that LSU did in 2019. They got back to it. LSU has a culture. LSU has a feel. And, look, LSU is separating themselves. And I'm going to tell you this. I mentioned this last night, so now I'll go in a little de- into a little detail. Um, LSU is going to separate themselves with the, with the law that the state of Louisiana passed, okay, and the leniency that they passed it with. Let me give you an example. If such so-or-so athletes, so let's just act like I'm the athlete. Gosh, I always forget to turn my phone off. ding ding let me see. Hold on. Hold on. Mute. There we go. Um, let's just say I'm an, uh, Ben Rafino. Let's use my son. Uh, ben Rafino is an athlete. He's going he's going into college, and he's looking at name, image, and likeness. Uh, likeness. Sponsors are coming after him. They want to sponsor him. They want him to do stuff. Um, and he. It sounded like this. Let's just use Arkansas because it's a brother in state. Um. LSU or Arkansas, never come down to Arkansas. The kid's not going to Arkansas. I won't allow it. Um, Arkansas has a very strict policy on who kids at Arkansas with name, image, and likeness can be can, what they can do. They can't have an endorsement deal with Walmart. They can't have it with what like Kroger's or something, whatever their another big supermarket is. They can't have it with this sponsor and night, and they can't have it with Nike. Uh, they can't be sponsored by those guys while uh, at Arkansas. So, what if my son, Ben Rafino wants to go to LSU and Nike comes to him and says, hey, kid, when you get there, we want you to do a, a small little ad for us. 
We want you to do a small little video for us, and we'll give you $25,000 to do this. You don't think that they're not going to do that? Now, Nike's got to be careful with that because, I mean, look, they're sponsored by a lot of, you know, they sponsor a lot of different teams. But let's take Nike out of it. Let's just say, let's use walk-ons for an example. Walk-ons is an, a, 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 a restaurant and a business that sponsors LSU. That kid can't do that at Arkansas, but he sure as shit can do that at LSU. The, the branding, the logos and stuff that LSU is allowing, let's just um, – I think that there's um, – Rouse's. Rouse's has the name, image, and name and image and logos and everything from LSU. They can use that in a, in a logo and a sponsorship with a kid on LSU's campus and use that logo. How nuts is that? You can't do that in other places. Alabama, you can do that. So I don't want to act like it's crazy. But there is some leniency in this, and I think LSU just absolutely kicked uh, uh, kicked butt there. Uh, Colin Thibodeau says they get in with Max Johnson under center. Look, you guys already know by now what I what I feel about that position. I have nothing against Miles Brennan. I just think that Max Johnson's your guy, and I don't even think it's close. Uh, Henry says sixty five days till kickoff. Is it sixty five or sixty four? Uh, Father A Bear. I was, I was supposed to get him on the show this week. We'll get him on next week. He says, yo, brother Blake, Saban wasn't able to find success success with paid players in the NFL. Does name, image, and likeness affect this process? It surely can. It surely could. Uh, I do feel <clears throat> I do feel that he's going to find a way, though. I, I think it was more father that um, it was about how he was talking to those players in the NFL versus how he does and how he talks and how he treats players in college. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Um, uh, let's see. Richie says, hashtag ask Blake, any news on when Jay Johnson completes his staff? No. Look, it, it's he's keeping it quiet. He ain't talking to many people. And, and look, you, it's, to be, <clears throat> it's to be understood that he would do that. Uh, he doesn't know many people around here. Uh, so leaks are at all all time minimal. Um, I've talked to some people and some coaches around uh, Louisiana. Uh, I think Chad Kaye is another guy that I'm, I'm monitoring, the guy that I know and I, that I've talked to. I think he's got to monitor. I don't know if he's going to be the guy yet. I mean, look, we again, I mentioned this a week ago today about Chad Kaye. Um, he's one of those guys that's in the mix. Jay Johnson's going to have to get somebody from the state of Louisiana. He's going to have to get a guy from the state of Louisiana that can come in here and recruit. They're going to put a football mentality to recruiting in baseball. you got to get guys that can recruit. He's one of them. Players won't leave the state with Chad Kaye at LSU. I'm going to tell you that right now. They're leaving the state and going to, going to places that he's been. Bring him in LSU, especially if your head coach is going to be part of the, uh, uh, the hitting staff. He's going to be the hitting coach, uh, which Chad is really good at. Uh, Philip Rose says, "Hey Blake, any time frame? Yep, we just we just mentioned that. Blake Doucette says, hashtag Ask Blake. I think who Mike Jones? Who Mike Jones about to sign a deal with Swisher House now? Hey man, I mean, let that kid run out to some Mike Jones music. Let him do something with Mike Jones. Wouldn't it be cool if you got Mike Jones, the LSU football player, and Mike Jones, the rapper?" Two eight one, and they, you know, they they did something like two two five, and you know, there's and look, and let me say this too. Uh, let me say this too before 
uh, we get carried away with it. Um, I fully believe, and I'm going to be in the minority because no one believes this right now. I fully believe that once name, image, so name, image, and likeness breaks today, what's going to happen in two months? What's going to happen in three months? It's going to settle down. What's going to happen in two years? What's going to happen in three years? Guys, it's going to settle down. If the NFL and NFL players like Tom Brady and others, I mean, look, it's gonna. this reminds me of what goes on in the NFL. Guys, the seventh-round DB, yeah, he's going to make money and stuff like that. I get that, so it can be a little bit different. But the sponsorship deals for that seventh-round pick isn't coming, to, isn't coming to him. So this whole argument, this whole argument about, well, Blake, only the top guys are going to make the money. Guys, the, then – it's the same way in the NFL. There's nothing different there. What's going to be the difference? It's going to have that same feel. So I don't really care if the right tackle doesn't make any money and your starting quarterback makes $200,000 because he's your starting quarterback at LSU. Guys, Dak Prescott is the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, and I know that all you know that, but just frame a reference if some people don't. Do you mean to tell me that being the starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys or the starting the, the ace of the New York Yankees staff or um, the center fi- or the shortstop for the Yankees or uh, the lead player for the Lakers? I mean, regardless, those those individuals will make the most money. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how teams with big markets act to this. What does it look like in Columbus? What does it look like in Los Angeles? What does it look like in Eugene? What does it look like in Tallahassee? We don't know that yet. We don't know that yet. Uh, Henry asked about any word on sports betting in Louisiana. Yeah, they passed it. Um, And so I think from what I understand, it just has to get filed now, meaning they have to file the documents and then it goes into place. Um, So... Yep, it's passed. So get on over to betonline.ag. Sign up, man. Sign up. Uh, Justin says, if you watch the ref, he looks like he has no clue what he uh, what he's about to say. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Jamie Hodges, hashtag ask Blake, do you think Cam Wire takes over at left tackle or is there someone else we're not talking about? I, I Look, I think one of the guys like a Marcus Dumerville could step up easily. Marcus Dumerville is a very athletic kid. Can he play left tackle? I mean, look, he played right tackle when you had right-handed quarterbacks. He was a backup. Can he move over to left tackle? I think that the kid can move over to left tackle. I think Cam Wire is a guy that that showed last season that he's a good, he's a freaking good offensive lineman. He's he's put on weight. He's he's gotten stronger. Cam Wire is a good offensive lineman. Um, I don't think he's your prototypical left tackle in the NFL. Uh, but he can hold it down. I mean, we've seen him already hold it down. We've seen him hold it down against really good teams uh, and really good defensive ends. So I think that you can kick him out and you don't have to – I'm not – you know, there's a lot of worry from people locally. Uh, talking heads like myself, but not me, they're worried about the offensive line and the depth. Um, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Um, I, I, I still have a – something in my gut tells me not to worry about it. Guys, they still had dominating moments last year. Everybody blamed the offensive line, but then yet we still have the the statistics from last season. Guys, Miles Brennan had more time in the pocket through three weeks than any other quarterback in the SEC and in the country. Guys, you can't make that you can't make up time. 
Like, meaning you can't when, – when the ball snapped, he's got it in his arms, and he's sitting there for 3.97 uh, seconds, I think it was, on average. Average. Like, guys, we're not talking – like, that ball should be snapped, two, like, boom, two steps – or two uh, seconds, two and a half, three, you're out of there. I mean, and that was part SEC stat cat. So, I, I am not – I am not going to talk about the O-line. The O-line did so bad last year. Guys, when you – again, I, when you when a quarterback drop, drops back 55 times and you only run at 17 and you have 17 rushes for fit, for like 69 yards or something like they had against Missouri, guys, you're not going to have good stats. You have to have balance. You have to have balance. You can't drop back that many times and then just turn – Here's the biggest myth about O-line play. The biggest myth is that you can just turn on the running game. It's not how that shit works. It's not how that shit works. You got to – I mean, it's just not. I think they'll be fine. Justin says, pray for Mark Richt. Uh, Coach Mark Richt has Parkinson's disease. Man, wow, I didn't know that. I know it's not LSU related, but damn, I hate this. His nephew is our quarterback to be. Damn. Son of a gun. I didn't know that. Uh, Seth says, our receiving core is young and loaded. Just got to win the one-on-ones against the SEC, bump coverage and find holes and zones in the defense. I think that they'll do that. I think that they'll do that. I see a lot of Bama. Bama equals Rudy Poo. Um, Gino says they can't this one. Uh, Justin asks, is Zach Arnold the only poor, only guy in the portal? Yep, so far. Uh, and they and they even talked uh they even talked about that. I mean, he guys, if you didn't put your um if you didn't talk if you didn't put your name in the portal today, you would have to sit out next year. So these guys going in the portal, you know, like Dare Rosenthal, I'm st- let me tell you what I'm I'm working on right now. Uh I do believe that um I do believe that he put his name in the portal, but if he didn't put his name in the portal, that's a big deal because the kid would have to sit out for the for next this upcoming season. So I know that we had t- we had been told that he considered and was thinking about putting his name in the portal. We need to I need to lock that down. I, I've been meaning to run that down all day. Just got um uh got called called up. Uh, Adam Keene says Jack Diddley shit. Yeah, that's a good uh one of my good sayings. I have a lot. Father Aber, cover your ears. Jack Diddley shit. Oh hell yeah. Uh, Rudy Poo, um, uh, see you later, Girl Scouts. I forget what I say there. Uh, Henry says, if we play Bama in four in week four or five, it would be a W. They work, um, they work at all the kinks before that time. Uh, I, I'm not going to say that. I, I mean, I think that they do work a lot of kinks out, but I do, I, guys, I still, I, I believe this is going to be a bloodbath. I can easily see a, what do you want to call it? Game of the century, part four. LSU took game one. Al, talking about game of the centuries. Alabama took games two and three. Um, I think what was game two was in 15. Game three was in 18. Remember that whole buildup and everybody was getting anxious and then 2019, another game of the century. So they're tied on these games of the century, uh, and that's what you'd hope for. These really two gigantic, uh, uh, gargantuans 
of universities coming together and clashing it out with the Titans. Now, I'm about to go on a rant right here because I've been seeing this shit way too much. I've emphasized this enough. So let me just say this. So here comes a rant. Turn up the volume. Get ready. Share the, share the feed. Share everything. When we talk about games of the century, when we talk about the two Goliaths meeting together, talking about LSU and Alabama, got everybody that's not an LSU and even LSU fans, understand this. Alabama does have the five national titles. I understand that. The second team with the most national titles in college football is LSU with three. Nobody else has that. LSU is second and getting the national titles at four. Nobody else has that. So when you want to make the naive assumption, you want to make the belief in your little itsy-bitsy head that in college football over the last 20 years that it has not been Alabama and it's not been LSU, you're simply lying to yourself. Well, Blake, this team has more wins, but they ain't won shit. They ain't got that natty ring. So the two Goliaths in college football, whether you believe it or not, and boy, you're just saying it because it's LSU. No, I'm saying it because they had the second most national titles in the last 20 years. So I am tired, sick and tired. Put some respect on our name. The two Goliaths meet. There's no other teams that can go out there and say that it's the games of the century outside of LSU and Alabama. You can talk about the Alabama and Clemson. They go back and forth. They're not the LSU and Alabama rivalry yet. Alabama or, or, or Dabo and, and or Alabama and Clemson don't have that. Their coach left LSU, went to the NFL, went to their big one of their biggest rivals. Now Dabo could make that happen if, for some reason, he left Clemson and went to Alabama. I don't think that that's going to happen. Maybe that could get. To, there's been there's a history there. They play every play each other every year. Those are the two Goliaths of college football. The wins and, the, and mostly, and everybody has to understand this, the national titles have to mean something. Hypothetically, and you guys know I hate the what-if game, if LSU beats, if LSU would have beat uh, uh, Alabama in 2012, in January of 2012, guys, we're tied four piece. We're tied at four piece. So let's not act like the the all these Rudy Poos that cover national media and national sports and have no idea what the hell they're talking about because half the times they got their thumbs up their asses. It is Alabama. It is LSU. Nobody else can compete with what they've done over the last 20 years. No one. Jamie Hodges says, hashtag ask Blake, does Todd Harris uh, have the edge at safety? No, he does not. Or will it be one of the young safeties like Langua or Ryan? Uh, Jordan Tolles is another guy that we we haven't talked about a lot. It, it could see some time. Look, even to Ed Orgeron, and look, I've been saying this for a couple of, we- a couple of months. Um, Ed said this week in a press con- in a uh, radio bit, he said that Todd Harris is going to have to work himself back into being a starter. Jay, you know, he Ed gave you his starters at safety. He said it was going to be Jay Ward, and you got guys like Jordan Tolles, uh, Todd Harris, Sage Ryan, Matthew Langua, uh, 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 and others that got to battle it out. Jay Ward has locked up that safety spot. He's locked up that whatever they want to call it. They want to call it because he's not really playing the free. He's kind of playing more of a strong kind of deal. Uh, but mostly he, he will play some free safety sometimes. It's Jay Ward and everybody else. So you got a lot of talented guys battling out for one position. 
Todd Harris, uh, he's gonna have to, he's gonna have to pick it up. He's gonna have to pick it up, and that and that is not that is not um, a shot at Todd Harris. Uh, Speckman says Darren Portal as of six at twenty eight. Yeah, but the 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 portal though said, and I looked into this. The wording was weird. The wording on six twenty eight. Now I need to go search this down. The wording is different. It said that um, something to the fact that he plans to put his name in there, not that he had. Now we'll see. I need to run that down. The wording's really tricky, and I'm going to be honest, guys. I haven't had the time this week with going up to you know to LSU this week and doing the stuff that we're doing, name, image, and likeness. I just have uh, peace out, Girl Scouts. That's right. Uh, I have not had the the ability or chance to really look more into it. Um, Justin says, according to the advocate, Zach did in, uh, enter the portal. Yeah, and per, and per Jay Johnson. Jay Johnson talked about that. Um, again, he entered the portal, but Jay did talk about why he entered the portal. Um, you know, because if the kid leaves, he can't, you know, we'll see. I saw something up here. Brian, Brian, you still ain't sending me my apology, dog. Guys, let me tell you something. Look, if you're going to rip me on another show, whatever. I I really don't people rip me on Twitter all day long. That's all that's all they live for. Ripping me on Twitter. Um people are going to tell me and send me when you start ripping me on other people's shows. So Brian, I'm wait, I'm not going to I ain't going to put your comment up, but what well, we'll see. Let's do this. Let's just put up. Hey, you know if Tiger Bait is going to be on live tonight? Yeah, I'll answer that question. Yeah, Mike Scarborough will be on tonight. Uh, Chelsea says, when is Dabo's Quinny party? I hope soon. Uh, guys, look, in reference to his name, image, and likeness, I keep, people, I keep seeing people put it in there. It's a big day for LSU. It's a big day for LSU. It's a big day, it's a big day for everybody. I'm not in the camp. I am not in the camp of, you know, the get-off-my-lawn this is going to be bad for the game. Players shouldn't get paid. Says who? Your kid that's not athletic. You know, the kid, you know, this is the funny thing because you got these older generation, these older parents and, and things like that. They, they sit there and they say, oh, these kids shouldn't get paid. But if it was their son, they'd love for their kid to get paid. But, Blake, it's for a free education. No, what a scholarship year is, a scholarship is, is a one-year deal to say that the kid is going to get paid to go to school and get their education here. And, and by the way, you got to play this, this sport. you got to play football. Guys, you're, they're paying them to play. Okay, so let's not act like it's any different. They're paying them to play. That's what a scholarship is. Right, like let's not act. Let you come on. Scholarship means nothing. A scholarship, a scholarship means nothing when it comes to the pay and play, guys. Joe, the 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 stats are out that Joe Burrow made more money to pay every scholarship in that school for the next five years. Don't give me that. By the way, that kid didn't make any money. I keep turning this damn thing off on mute, but they people just keep sending me shit. So if you want to know what it's like in the day of Blake Rafino in reference to the um, how many texts I get in a 40-minute span, that's seven. <laughs> All from different people, by the way. Uh, Kenny Russell says, Blake, it, this name, image, and likeness situation can be good and bad in many ways. I think this, will call, this could cause issues and potentially have players holding out for their fair share. Uh, Kenny, you bring up a decent point here, but – I mean, you, here, here's here's the thing. Fair share from whom, right? Like, 
And 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 Kenny, I fully and look, I fully understand what you're saying, but fair share from whom? If a business doesn't want to sponsor a kid, it's not Derek Stingley's fault that Walk-Ons wants to give him six figures. Okay, it, it, it's not Derek Stingley's fault that he was born with great athletics and great genetics and going to be a top ten pick in the NFL. You got to work for it, guys. There's, I mean, look. You mean to tell me Mr. Gaddy's wouldn't sponsor the offensive line to come there and eat the buffet? Bullshit, they will. Yeah, they will. You know, if we could find a way to get these kids to, uh, uh, some money to come on our show, we would. But, you know, LSU frowns on them. You paying a player to come in from the media. <laughs> Stupidest thing I've heard, you know. Like, if the kids can get paid by a sponsor, why can't he pay to come on a radio show? Or, I mean, a podcast. Or a radio show. I mean, that's from everybody. James sends us some stars via the Facebook. James, I greatly appreciate that, my friend. Uh, Seth says, I am still very high on Jan- John Emery. Hoping he can break out and do great things. He looked like Reggie Bush, Barry Sanders. Eh, asking high school. Yeah, he, he got a long way. he got a long way to go. Got a long way to go. Um, I'm not saying he can, but he got a long way to go. Jamie Hodge said, Blake, hashtag Blake, uh, should be asked Blake, but did you see the deal with Barstool and NIL? Yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, and I, I shared that to Mincy, uh, and I shared it because, you know, he's trying to grow the game of baseball, and he retweeted, and we, we kind of talked about it, about the third paid assistant. Hey, can they – and here's, a, here's another thing. Can a coach get paid for this name, image, and likeness? <laughs> You only have two paid assistants in college baseball. Can a third get paid for his name, image, and likeness? Where does this end? Speckman says, so with NIL, does some barber named Meat lose his extra money? No, that's still going to happen. <laughs> that's still going to happen. And look, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to leave that one alone. Guys, I got to tell you, I got a massive headache. I always get a headache on Thursdays. Long work week, dog. Brian Williams says, so will Dabo still be coaching? Yeah, remember he said if players get paid, he's not. He's going to retire. Stupidest thing he could have ever said. Stupidest thing he could have ever said. Dabo's – guys, Dabo is an L7 weenie. L7 weenie. Ah, oh, Stefan says good googly moogly. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good thing. Uh, Justin uh, Hales says you're right. Give me three craps, claps, and a Ric Flair. <laughs> Woo! I mean, if you're talking about if we're talking about the two gargantuans in college in, in college athletics, or not college athletics, college football, it is LSU. It is Alabama. Nobody else can match it. The lies and the deceit and the uh, all the bullshit that everybody else tries to feed you is a lie. At what point do national titles not matter? You, to me, in my opinion, the stupidest argument of all time is, well, Blake, this team's got more wins. Georgia's got more wins. Go dogs, And I'll be a doggone. Means nothing to me if you ain't won a natty. If you ain't constantly winning the natty, don't talk to me, dog. Get on our level. It is Alabama. It is LSU. There is no other. There is no other placing. Let's be realistic with that one. Tired of seeing it. 
So sick of seeing it. You can make believe in your own fairy tale land head. You probably still live. Uh, no, people tell me I live. Here's a funny thing. People tell me I live in my mom's basement. Guys, I'm married. Sorry, I have a beautiful, stunning wife. A beautiful, stunning wife. Look at her. I'm an ugly-looking son of a gun. She's a knockout. God, I hope that gives me brownie points. <laughs> a couple more. We'll get out of here. Don't forget AYS Fight Club tonight for all you fight enthusiasts. AYS Fight Club. Uh, Henry says, go ahead and enter uh, Glenn Gilbo for Rudy Pooh of the week. Yeah, I have a feeling that uh, I have a feeling he's gonna he's gonna get a Rudy Pooh of the week. Uh, Craig Granger, guy who cooks better than everybody in the state of Louisiana combined. So so I hear. Um, we'll see. <clears throat> Mo Funky Denu says, "Can AYS look in the portal and find some offensive linemen to come to LSU and walk on? They're not going to walk on, but I, I see I, I see what you're asking. Then help me, then help them find some business to sponsor them." Um, all I'm going to say is this. It's the reason I was up at LSU this week. <laughs> Not for, uh, to help them go in the portal. Them, them guys know more than me. Uh, Bert says, hashtag ask like any news on, uh, Shakar Richardson being outed, uh, from the Olympics due to a failed drug test for marijuana during the Olympic trials. Um, I did, that was one of the texts I got. So let me, let me read this. Somebody sent it to me. Hold on. Um, I see track and field nerds is breaking dues. American sprinter Shakira Richardson tested positive for a banned substance and could miss the Olympic trials in Tokyo. I don't, I don't know track and field nerds. Um, they, but they, it's crazy is they have source Jamaica Gleaner. Uh, and Jamaica spelled wrong, so I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, uh, Bert, I'm gonna lean on the side of caution here and say that this could, this has the potential of being false. So um, let's, you know, you know who will have it, you know who will have it, and there it is. Let's see, let's go to the handy dandy YouTube. Let's figure this out, guys. Is Shakari Richardson sure? Let's see. There you go. Yep, Tyler Dragon. What a hell of a name. Tyler Dragon says, according to a source, American sprinter Shakari Richardson failed a drug test and could potentially miss the Olympics. Uh, the Jamaica Gleaner was first to report. Well, Jam there you go. Damn. God, dog. That stinks. Mm-hmm. Guys, got to stay away from the – look, I've said it. If I've said it once, I've said it again. Guys, we got – you got to stay off of it if, you, if you're going to get banned. Come on now. Come on now. But weed's one of those things, man, that I just have a – I don't know. Harold Woods says Louisiana – what's up, Harold? He says Louisiana exports a lot of products when, me, uh, when means there will be no end to sponsors and maybe even towards lesser-tier athletes. Potentially. Um, and he also says we play for national titles, right? Yeah, we play for national titles all the time, baby. All the time. Uh, no, this article is looking pretty pretty legit here. Um, it's looking pretty legit. So I, I haven't 
Um, and that was probably what all the texts were about. <laughs> if you I, see, I don't know if y'all hear that. If y'all don't hear the ba-ding, 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 ba-ding. Um, let's see. Yeah, it, it it look it looks like um it looks like this is legit. I gotta give it to fake uh f- uh, uh fake tracking nerds, uh whoever that is. Uh, Mark says Glenn Gilbo is a Rudy Pooh of the year, not just Rudy Pooh of the week. I can agree with that one. Look, I again I'm gonna say this as many times as I can. He came on this show, we debated, he was a man about it. Look, it, it, he he got brass balls to come in here and argue. Uh, and debate. I I'm look, I'm gonna I don't agree with what he does, but he look there's all these little, and, and I'm going to end it here, all these little Rudy Poos that cover LSU that refuse to come on the show because they don't want to debate something that they write in the article. Glenn had the balls, baby. Just going to put it, um, he had he had the cojones. Last one. Uh, Kenny Russell says, Alabama always worries about, we didn't even talk to Saints. He says, Alabama always worries about LSU every year. They know we are the blockage of their playoff hopes. Absolutely. All right, I'm going to say something about the Saints really quickly. We'll get out of here because I do want to start talking to Saints. Um, guys, I'm really, I, I'm, I'm starting to become a Jameis Winston fan. <laughs> I, I, I know I said, oh, look at here. Matt Berger says, AYS Fight Club up next. That's right. That's right. Stay tuned. Get the notification. AYS Fight Club will be up next. Um... I'm becoming a big Jameis Winston fan, guys. I, I just really am rooting for him. I hated him in Tampa. I hated him uh, at Florida State. He's he's starting to win me over, man. I got to be honest. I think he's talking about quarterbacks separating themselves. I really I really think he's starting to do that. So we'll start. We'll get into some Saints this this week, um, or this next week. We we need to talk about our guys. So and Henry uh, Henry says the only source I find is Jamaica Gleaner. That would be all over ESPN. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, look, I'm just telling you what Jamaica Gleaner's saying. It might be true. I don't. I don't. I don't know that. Um. Look, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know Tyler Dragon. Um. He. So let's look him up. A sports reporter for the Inquirer, formerly of the Dallas News. Um. He's with the Atlanta Journal-Constitution and at the NFL, former track and field athlete. I mean, that's who's reporting it, too. Um, so, look, I, I'm just going to say, I I don't know if Tyler Dragon is wrong. I, I'll have to start making some calls. Um, God. Never f- ends. Uh, PCG says, James, uh, James is going to disappoint you. We'll see. Uh, Brandon Reese says, what if Jameis led the Saints to the Super Bowl? I'd cry. <laughs> I'd cry. All right, like, all right, guys, we'll get out of here. We'll be here Saturday morning, uh, as we are always on Saturdays. We'll see you guys soon. Y'all have a good night. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.